You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Yeah. I'd prepared something else, but the Lord said to me that I need to talk to you about walking with God as the man of war. Come on. Walking with God as the man of war. The man of war is in the house. So he wants to manifest his warrior side in your life. It's time to fight. Yes. The psalmist says, I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for war. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. So there are some heads are going to roll in the kingdom of darkness today. Do you understand me? Some demons are about to be punished. Some principalities are about to be dethroned. Yes. Some royal demons are about to lose their crowns. They're about to lose their thrones. Because the man of war is in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. He is here to fight. He is here to fight for you. There are some battles that you fight. But there are some battles that he fights. And he wants me to say to you this morning, he has come to fight. He has come to fight, and he wants you to learn to walk with him as a man of war. Amen. Many of us, I mean, we, many of us have received him as our savior, but we have not received him as the man of war. Amen. We have not received him as a man of war, and if you don't receive him as a man of war, you cannot see him manifest as the man of war. Because the way you receive him will determine what he does in your life. Somebody say, Lord, I receive you this morning as the man of war. Come into my life and fight your battles. Hallelujah. So sometimes we think that it's every battle we fight. And so we gear up. And make no mistake about it. There are battles we must fight. But there are sometimes. (laughs) There are sometimes that he says, this one, I want to do this one. I want to do this one myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm excited about that because I know that when when he comes down like this and begins to fight, it's a different level. It is a different level. I'm telling you, and I'll show you in the scripture. It's a different level. You've not seen anything like that before. So I don't care what has been harassing you. Do you understand me? I don't care how old they are. And I don't care what their legal ground is. The ground upon which they have stood to fight against you, to resist you, and to insist that you will not go any further. Now it's going to be sorted. It's time to settle scores. Yeah, it's time. Turn to someone and say, it's time. Yeah, it's time to settle scores. It's time to move forward. It's time to advance. This is the time to advance. I want you to look into your life. Whatever has limited you, whatever you have seen as a limitation in your life, you are about to see no more. Yeah. Yeah. 
So some boundaries are about to shift. Yes. Some lands are about to be reclaimed. Some opportunities are about to come back. Listen, they will pay you with interest. They will pay you with interest. With joy, they will chase you out of the prison. Hallelujah. Because when the man of war comes down, I'm telling you, it's a different ball game. Let's look at a few scriptures before we pray and make some declarations. Come on. Yes, yes, yes. Where do we start? Okay, Exodus. Let's look at Exodus chapter 15. This was after the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. After they crossed the Red Sea, there was a revelation of God. You see, one thing about God is this. God is so massive. There is nothing that can accurately define him. Okay? So that's why you see, as you read the scriptures, you see different revelations of God. He revealed himself to Abraham as, that, as the Lord Almighty. Okay? El Shaddai. Then he revealed himself again to Abraham um, when he went to sacrifice Isaac as Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. That's a different revelation. Do you understand me? And then when Moses comes on the scene, he reveals himself to Moses as the I am that I am. Hallelujah. He reveals himself to Moses as the I am that I am. And I have news for you. There are revelations of God that are yet to be unveiled. Yes, they're yet to be unveiled. So by the time he had rescued them, taken them out of, um, out of Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, they were singing and they were celebrating. And there came forth a revelation, another revelation of God. But let's look at from verse 1 of Exodus 15. It says, then Moses and the children of Israel sang this song to the Lord and spoke, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. He has, yes, the Lord is my what? Strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. For um, my father's God and I will exalt him. Amen? Now look at three. Let's read verse three together. Come on. One, two, three. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. This was a new revelation. This was a new revelation. I mean, they've known him as their salvation because he has just saved them from Egypt. Are you following me? Yes, he has just saved them from Egypt, so he is their salvation. But now, he's a man of war. He's a man of war. What does a man of war do? He fights. He makes war. He makes war. Yes? So, this is the time for you to allow him to fight in your life. For you to invite him as the man of war. As the man of war. We know him as provider. 
Later on, he, he revealed himself as the Lord that heals. Jehovah Rapha. Different revelations. And every revelation comes with its own package. Comes with its own package. So, this morning, the Lord is a man of war. And he wants to walk with you. As the man of war. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, for walking with me as the man of war. Yes. As the man of war, he has never lost any battle. And therefore, you will not lose any battle. You will never be defeated. But you have to exercise faith in him as the man of war. You have to exercise faith in him as the man of war. Why? Because he wants to fight now. He wants to fight. Listen, we're not ignorant of the enemy's devices. Do you understand? There are times the enemy sends people. People creep into our lives. People creep into our midst from the enemy to try to attack. But we are not ignorant. Sometimes the Lord shows us. Sometimes the Lord opens our eyes. Sometimes he helps us to see. This is what is going on here. But hey, it's not the time to freak out. That's the time to say, wow, it's about to get interesting. It is about to get interesting. I remember years ago, I was pastoring, we were pastoring in Nigeria, and um, during the service, there was this guy that came. <laughs> he came into the service. And it was just a normal service, you know, just like, like this. Everything as usual. Then as our ministry, I see some manifestation like crazy. So, we are praying the ushers to deal with things like that. So, they took him out to, 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 to attend to him. They don't like, you know, sometimes demons like attention. So, they want to be the center of attraction. You, 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 don't, you don't allow them to, do, to, 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 to have that. So, you take them out so that they are not, they don't have the attention they desire. But then, it was Minister to after the service, I went out and I joined them and we ministered to this guy, prayed for him. And this guy says, well, <laughs> he began to manifest, okay? As we prayed for him, ministered to him, the guy ran to the grass and started eating the grass. So when I see <laughs> some people eating grass, I know what is going on there. Yeah, he was going like that on the grass, and then he would eat it. <laughs> By the time we cast out that spirit, what happened? Because as I began to talk to him, he now said that he was actually sent. That uh, he has been to several churches and he has destroyed. Um, he has succeeded in some churches. I said, how do you succeed against a church? He said, well, it depends on the pastor. And he gave different strategies. But the point is this. He came maybe because he was successful somewhere. But he came to the wrong address. Amen? Amen? Amen. So I don't know if they have succeeded with someone and they come to your life. It is the wrong address. Because the man of war is there. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This guy was gloriously delivered and I discipled him. And be he became a minister of the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Gave a lot of insight about as to how they operate. But I'm telling you something. It does not matter the size. Or the rank of the enemy. 
once the man of war comes. It's over. They can't come close. Amen? What is coming against you? Is it stronger than Pharaoh of Egypt? (laughs) But he dealt with Pharaoh. He humiliated him. All right? So, it's the man of war that rescued them out of 400 years of bondage. Think about that. 400 years. Listen, the Lord spoke to me. He says that there are some some, uh, inheritances that are about to be released. There are things that belong to you that have been captured for generations. Do you understand me? For generations, they have been kept back. You don't even know about it. You don't even know there are some blessings that belong to you. You don't even know that there are things that belong to your family. I'm talking about your biological family. There are certain things that belong there that God has endowed your family with, but they have been captured. But it's time. That's why the man of war is coming down. And these things are going to be recovered. Hallelujah. You will see, one of the things you will begin to see is sudden, like, Promotions like will be mind-blowing. It's like the level of favor that will just come. You will like, where is this coming from? Hallelujah. The level of opportunities that will come your way, you will be dazed. Yeah. After years of servitude, the Israelites went out with great substance. Do you understand? Yeah. So whatever belongs to you is coming. It's going to be released. It's going to be released because he has come to fight. He has come to restore destinies. Some destinies have been captured, but they're about to be released. Man of war himself is here to ensure the fulfillment of your destiny. So don't be afraid. Don't be intimidated by what you have gone through. Are you following me? It doesn't matter how hard it has been. It's going to be harder to the enemy. It's going to be harder to the enemy. Moses Learn to walk with the man of war. But he didn't even realize that he didn't realize what was going on. It started with an encounter. Yes? It started with an encounter in Exodus chapter 3. Let's look at Exodus chapter 3. From verse 1, Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of a bush. So he looked and behold, the bush was burning with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he had turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said to him, do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet for the place where you stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. 
and Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Why? Why was he afraid? Huh? If God comes to you like that, will you hide your face? I don't know. <laughs> but he hid his face. He was afraid to look upon God. The Bible says, look to him and live. Why are you taking your face away? It was his level of revelation. Level of understanding. Okay? Yes. Then, the Lord said to him, I have surely, come on, look at that. I have surely seen the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their taskmasters. For I know their sorrows. Verse 8, look at that. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up from that land to a good and large land flowing with milk and honey to the place of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hevites and the Jebusites. Now therefore, Cry to the children, the cry of the children of Israel has come to me, and I have seen the oppression with which the Egyptians oppress them. Come now, therefore, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. Go read your Bible, look at all the times that God came down. Something significant happened. Anytime he says, and God came down. <laughs> it's chaotic. When God comes down, he's not, he's not coming down just to like, you know, play games. He's serious. He's serious. You can trace it in Scripture. So now he's telling Moses, I have come down. I have seen the oppression of my people. I've seen how the Egyptians have maltreated them. Over these years, I can see how they've been oppressing them. They've been taking advantage of them. They've been so wicked to them. He says, I have come down. And I want you to know, when he's coming down like that, he's not coming for peace. He's coming for war. Amen. So this morning, he's coming down. Amen. <laughs> he's coming down into your life. He's coming down into your home. I'm telling you, heads will roll. Every demon that says you are not going to move, he will face the Lord himself. <laughs> yes? Yeah. So, he is telling Moses here, look, because of this thing they've been doing, I have come down, and I'm sending you to go to Pharaoh. You are going to go. This is a superpower. There's no democracy at that time. So you can imagine, if Pharaoh just looks at you and he doesn't like you, he can take off your head. So tell them, this person, I don't like him. Take him to the gallows. And nobody can say anything. There's no right. No human right. The only person that has a right is Pharaoh. Every other person doesn't have right. Pharaoh was now like a god. Do you understand? And was brutal. And the children of Israel have been crying for years and years. In the same manner, there are some people here, you've been crying to God for years. 
Lord, Lord, when, when, when? So he wants me to say to you, today is the day. Your season changes from today. By decree, by divine decree, I decree a new season in your life. Yes. So, when he met him in the burning bush, he didn't realize that he was now empowered. You see, when you meet God, things happen to you. You don't even know. Is there anybody here, like, I mean, when you met, when you got saved, you just noticed that certain things left your life. I mean, literally. Anybody? You notice that? Yep. But when you were receiving Jesus, did, did, you, did you feel that something was happening? It was just a simple invitation. But that invitation brought power into your life. It brought power into your life. And that's why this morning I want you to receive him as the man of war. Because there is power that will enter into you. Enter into you. So when you walk, the demons that used to harass you will be running. Why? Because when they look at you, they will see the man of war. And when they see the man of war, they cannot stand. They remember what he has done to them in the past. They remember. You know, they've been around for, for so long. So they have a lot of experience. They can recount. The one that was there in Egypt, he will remember it like yesterday, like today, what happened in Egypt. The one that was in Sodom and Gomorrah, he will remember. Because in Sodom and Gomorrah, the Lord said, let us go down. Do you understand? He says, there's a lot of cry in Sodom and Gomorrah coming up. And then the Lord spoke. They spoke. There was a conversation among the Godhead. There was a conversation among the Godhead. And he said, let us go down. Hallelujah. Get that scripture for me. Let us go down. I told you that whenever he comes down, I'm telling you, things happen. He doesn't always move like that. But the day he says, let's go down. It's time for heads to roll. It's time. Yes. In Genesis, I think it should be 18. Let's see. Mighty God, mighty God. Somebody say, Lord, come down, Lord, come down. In, my life. in my life. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Look at Genesis 18, verse 20. It says, And the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom, because of the uh, because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grave, I will what? <laughs> I will go down and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come up to me. And if not, I will know. You see? He came down. And when he came down, what happened? Sodom and Gomorrah was vaporized. Don't joke with the man of war. So I want you to see that so that you have faith in his ability to fight for you. So he came down. And he was telling Abraham this. This was a discussion with Abraham. So he comes down. And by the time he comes down, he sees, wow, this thing, this abomination is exactly 
as I can hear it in the spirit. Exactly as I see it. You see, he's coming down. It's not because he can't see. He's coming down to execute certain things. He's coming down to execute written judgments. There are things that are written against the enemies of righteousness. There are things that are written against those that fight against your destiny. I'm telling you, there are things that are written against those that fight the church of God. There are things that are written. But when he comes down, he's down to execute. And today, you go to the Red Sea. That's, that, that's evidence of him coming down. The whole of that region, that was the, that's the place that was Sodom and Gomorrah. The Red Sea. That's the place, that's the sea where things don't sink. Don't joke with the great man of war. Yes. Salt. Just the best. Pour sulfur and everything. Consume them. Wipe them out. There's nobody that can vote. There's no legislature that can say, oh, whether he was politically correct or not. He, he, he just comes out and he does it. It doesn't matter your opinion. He doesn't require opinion polls. Hallelujah. And that's why he doesn't have to consult anybody before he blesses you. You see, if God needs to take permission before he can bless you, you know how long you wait. He doesn't do that. Amen. He comes down. He says, Amen. I want to be with you. Amen. I have decided. Amen. In Ecclesiastes, it says, where the word of the king is, there is power. Amen. Where the word of the king is, there is power. So when he speaks, power is released. Amen. Power is released. And that's why I know that things have changed already in your life. It's not about feelings. It's about the word. The power is not in the feeling. The power is in the word. It's in the word. So if you receive that this morning, I know that things have changed already. Things have changed. The season has changed. And I want you for the rest of this year to continue to pursue him. For the revelation of the man of war. In your life. Say, Lord, let it be evident that you are walking with me. Let it be evident that the man of war is working with me. So if anybody comes to threaten you, <laughs> just pray for mercy for them. Because they have no idea what they are fighting or joking with. Amen? Amen. The man of war. How many people like the man of war? Yes. So, he, Moses encounters him Something enters into him. His status changed. His life changed. But he didn't even realize what had happened to him. Okay? So you don't realize what is happening to you in this service today. And that's why sometimes God would have us to announce certain things. Yeah. Because you don't know. You will not be aware if you are not told. Okay? Yes. So, Moses said, um, Moses said to God, verse 13, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? 
And God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. That's another revelation there. I am. It's like a blank check. I am. You see, when you walk with God, God, whatever you can believe for, whatever you can see him as, is what he will be. Do you understand? So he says, I am that I am. In other words, I am, what do you mean? I don't know. I am what you mean. I am what you mean. So I am that I am can apply differently to everyone. So for the, for the Israelites at that time, what they needed was deliverance from Pharaoh. So I am becomes their deliverer. That's why in that song as they sang in Exodus 15, he says he has, the Lord is my strength. So I am becomes your strength. If you need strength, I am becomes your strength. You need salvation. I am becomes your salvation. Your salvation becomes a person, not just a feeling. Do you understand? Your victory becomes a person. Becomes a person. And the person, he is the, that's what he introduced himself to Moses as. I am that I am. So if you need a warrior, If you need a breakthrough, I am. Whatever, whatever. Think about it. You will find scriptures that support whatever it is you need in the word of God. And then you apply that to him. And if you can invite him into your life as that person, that becomes your new experience. That's why, you see, you go to some places, there are some places where they will teach things like healing is not for today. Yeah, the gift of the Spirit, the healing is not for today. God doesn't heal again and all of that. Guess what? They have refused him as Jehovah Rapha. So when they teach like that, what happens? There is no revelation of healing. There's no experience of healing. Because the Bible says, how shall they, how shall they believe if they have not been, if they have not heard? Faith comes by hearing. If they don't hear, how will they believe? If there's no preacher sent to them, how will they know? How will they know? They will not know. So they are at the mercy of their ancestors. That's why some people can never rise. Why? Because they have been told certain things consistently. And that keeps them. That's like a chain. They can go to university, become professors, and they don't know what will take them back. That place. They can't progress. Why? Something there's something lacking. Amen? So when he's revealed to them, whatever revelation they have of God, whatever is revealed to you. And the thing about God is that you can't know God. You cannot know God just by just by uh, you know, hearsay, even reading. You, reading, you can know about him. But to know him, you need to experience him. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, you need to experience him, to know him. 
So you want to, you, you are, you're having problem with healing. You need him as a man of war to fight so that he can be revealed as your healer. You're getting my point? Yeah. Some people need to know him as their peace because their life is in pieces. Yeah. So that's where Jehovah Shalom comes. You know, the, the revelation of Jehovah Shalom is what took Gideon to war. I was able to conquer the Midianites with 300 men. So it depends on what is revealed to you. And that's why you need to pursue God. You need to seek Him. You need to make time. And you need to continue to pray, Lord, I want to know you. Paul says that I may know Him. And it's not a mental knowledge. No. The mind is just the beginning. The real thing happens in the heart. The real thing happens in the heart. So you need to press in. Okay, you know this mentally, but then how do you translate it to your daily experience? I pursue him. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, I thank you because you are a man of war. You will be a man of war in my life. You'll be a man of war in my family. You'll be a man of war in this church. We're going to fight for this land. But we will not do it by our strength. The man of war is walking with us. And we will do it together. Hallelujah. You need to fight for your tribe. The man of war is with you. Every single tribe in this church can be the size of this congregation. In fact, it should be more. Every tribe should be a thousand. The least tribe should be a thousand. But we need to fight for it. We need to have faith for it. It is possible. Touch someone and say, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Some things will begin to happen because he is he has come down. Certain obstacles all of a sudden vaporize. You know the Bible says, when he came down on Sinai, Mount Sinai, the mountain was shaking. Hey, I can imagine Table Mountain doing backflip because the Lord has come down. Yeah, so when he comes down, every mountain in your life is going to skip. His presence is fearful. Man of war. Say, Lord, reveal yourself to me as the man of war. I want to know you as the man of war. Amen. So if there is war in your finances, just invite him. I know he's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides. But sometimes some provision requires some wars, some battles. Amen. Man of war. I love the man of war. And we haven't heard much teaching about the man of war. People are not told much about it. That's why there isn't as much faith. But it's time for him to manifest in our generation as a man of war. Do you know that there is a fight for this nation? In the realm of the spirit, I'm telling you, there's a fight. The enemy wants this nation. Are you going to allow him? Huh? You can't fold your hands and be a nice church while he takes it away. Because when he comes as a man of war, it's not time to be nice. How many people know that war time is not Time for niceties. <laughs> Amen? It's not time to be nice. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Listen, 
if you have your friend, your best friend, huh? and there is war, and he's in the opposite camp. Okay. <laughs> you see, you are friends, but now it's war time. I love you, my friend, but uh, receive the bullets. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't, he will take you out. So I was meditating this morning, and the Lord was saying to me, look, the church, you guys are too comfortable. Too comfortable. That's our problem. We're addicted to comfort. And that's why the issue of war is a bit uneasy for some people. Well, we say, okay, let's go out now and take the land. We go, all kinds of reasons start coming up to our mind. Why? We are addicted to comfort. May the Lord shake your comfort zone and dismantle your nest and throw you out as an eagle, as an eaglet being taught to fight. It's the mother eagle herself that will dismantle the nest. That's how she teaches her eaglets to fight. She says, okay, we've been here, comfortable, all right. You Now, it's a new season. It's time for you to begin to fly. And not only that, you have to go get your own food. Huh? I used to bring food for you. Now it's time you go get your food. So guess what? She dismantles the nest. She will take the eaglet and then drop her. Then she gets it right. She says, now you are ready for life. So many Christians don't even know they're left from their right. So God is trying to fight some battle. But then we're saying, Lord, just take it easy. You know, it's, 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 you have to be nice to these people. Are you the one to teach God? Are you more loving than him? He's, he's love. That's him, his nature. In fact, he calls himself love. Are you love? <laughs> so when God say, I want to fight, just say, okay, Lord, uh, can I stand by your side just to watch and see, learn some few things? Yeah. Amen. It's not the time to say, no, Lord. <laughs> hey. You want to intercede? You can intercede like Abraham. Uh, if there are how many people? Will you? But <laughs> there comes a time. Even Abraham's intercession was not enough to save Sodom. So some things will have to be destroyed. I know this is not a gospel that is you know palatable to, um, but too bad. It's God we're talking about. And he said, I'm the Lord, I change not. So if he was like that in Egypt, he can be like that in South Africa. The time is going to come, anybody, they, they will respect the church, I'm telling you. Now the church has no voice. I'm praying, we're praying. And many other people are praying for the church to rise up. And become the voice of God Amen. in the land once again. Amen. Yeah. The voice of God is coming back. Strong. Stronger than before. Yeah. So when people hear church, they say, wow, okay. Now when you say church, you say, oh, all these people, they're looking for money. One, this, they don't. Religion is a problem. 
You know why they are putting Christianity in the same category with others? Do you know why? God hasn't come down. He's not manifesting. So, and why? We have not invited him. We have not said, Lord, come down. You know, I've been praying for God to come down in this land. Come down. And sort out all this mess. Everybody is like, you know, the heart of man is deceitful. Everybody wants his own agenda. Everybody wants his own. They're pulling this, pulling this. This is confusing. This is, they're bringing another. Pulling, pulling. And you are so confused. You are caught up in the dust. Raising dust, raising dust, raising dust. Instead of saying, Lord, what are you saying? You listen to this, you take it and you say it. You listen to this, you take it and say it. You listen to this, you take it and say it. What is God saying? Where is the voice of God? Where is the voice of God in this land? Busy playing church politics. It's time for God to manifest. I want the man of war to walk the streets of this city. I want the man of war, God the man of war, to walk the streets of this nation from the parliament to the union building uh, to the constitutional court hallelujah to Bloemfontein everywhere begin to fight execute justice in the land righteousness and justice the foundation of his throne so when he comes down like that, he executes Amen. justice. Amen. People get confused because God is so multi-dimensional, multi-faceted. They, they get confused because there's one aspect of God that they see. Then they, 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 they forget the other aspect. <coughs> he loved you so much. He sent Jesus to die for you. That is proof. That you can't fault him so far as love is concerned. But at the same time, he has to be just. He has to be just. He has to fight for his people. He has to defend his name. His name must once again be hallowed in this land. Do you agree with me? The name of the Lord must be hallowed once again. Amen. And I know we are living in that day Amen. where the name of Jesus will not just be a swear word. The power in the name will begin to manifest. But it takes you and I believing in his name. Believing in what he has revealed. And beginning to walk in it. How are we going to disciple this land? We need all these things. Amen? Let's look at the scripture. Look at, I think, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 4. Deuteronomy chapter 4. to the Israelites. Um, verse 34. Okay, let's read from uh, Okay, let's read from verse 32. It says, For ask now concerning the days that are past which were before you since the day that God created man on earth and ask from one end of heaven to the other whether any great thing like this has happened or anything like it has been heard. Did any people ever hear 
the voice of God speaking out of the midst of the fire as you have heard and lived. So do, do you know that what's hap happening here is that the whole nation, six million of them, God came down in a cloud and was speaking from the cloud. And they all heard it. We need that today. Don't we? Yeah. So he says, did you hear of any nation that this happened to? And the people are still alive. And we know the answer. He says, then verse 34, he says, or did God ever try to go and take for himself a nation from the midst of another nation? By trials, by signs, by wonders, by war, by a mighty hand and an outstretched arm and by great force, according to all that the Lord God did for you in Egypt before your eyes. Have you ever seen such a thing? That God goes into a nation and takes another nation out. How many people know that we are a nation within the nation? Yes, you don't know that? We are a nation within the nation. Yeah, we are the kingdom of God within this nation. Yeah, we are. Oh, are you not a citizen? So you are a citizen of the kingdom of God. Your number one citizenry is heaven. Huh? South Africa is second to. Your primary citizenship is heaven. Okay? Yeah. So God went into a nation, the superpower nation of Egypt. And he decided, I'm taking my people. It's time. And you know that finally, finally, God is going to take us out of the world. Do you understand that? He's going to take us. If you read First Thessalonians, you see it there. He will come with a voice, with a shout of the archangel. The trumpet will sound, boo, and everyone will, whew, depending on your theological persuasion. But this is, we're going and then we'll come back. Yes? We'll go for some time and then we'll come back. The earth is going to be renovated. Amen. It's all there in the Bible. It will be renovated. Jesus will set up his throne once again Amen. in Jerusalem. Amen. I mean, his literal kingdom now. The kingdom of God will come to He will rule the throne of David. Yes. And some of us will be some of the, his ministers. I don't know about you. <laughs> I can talk for myself. Yes. I'm still trying to pay the price for a particular request. Yeah. So that on that, that time, when that time comes, this is going to be my own empire. You have to think like that. Because they are empires. So if you don't know how to fight now, because kings go to war. Yeah? The church is temporary. The kingdom is eternal. Hallelujah. Yes. The reason why there is a church is because of sin. Yes? The reason why they are pastors. The time will come that we won't need pastors. We won't need prophets. We won't need evangelists. We won't need all of that. It's, not, it's a temporary arrangement. Until we all come to the unity of the faith. To the measure of the fullness of the stature of Christ. When we all begin to rule as we should. When we begin to ma 
uh, manifest our kingship and our sonship. When we begin to manifest sonship, then nobody needs to come and teach you about God because you would know him. You would experience him. When you speak like this, the clouds will open. There's a power like that. That's what Moses operated in. Stretch his hand, the sea opened. We need that kind of power today. Hallelujah. Amen. But look at how he delivered the nation by trials. Somebody say trials. So he released some trials. The entire nation of Egypt was judged. The man of war fought an entire nation just to rescue a people. Yes? And then by signs. We need signs today. The Bible tells us that there's going to be a shaking. God is going to shake the nation. There's going to be shaking. Yeah. Economies will collapse. By wonders. The God of signs and wonders. Amen. I want you to begin to pray. Begin to ask the Lord, Lord, where do you want to invade? Where do you want me to invade? Where do you want me? I, I want you to invade my hometown. Yes. Get ready. We're coming. All over this nation. We'll go all over this nation. Amen. 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 The Lord has shown me that. Uh, by war. Somebody say by war. by war. One of the ways that a nation can be delivered is by war. That's why we need this revelation of the man of war. Amen. There are certain demons that won't let go until there's war. Do you understand? Yeah, there are certain families that cannot be liberated unless there is war. Some families are under siege. We are going out every week. Every tribe is going out. We are talking to people. We are, and yet some people are still not able to come. Do you think it's ordinary? It's not ordinary. There is need for war. Blood for blood. The Lord told me this morning that there's going to be some battles by, of blood. I'm not talking physical blood now. By time you release the revelation of the blood of Jesus. It doesn't matter the sacrifices that have been made to keep people in bondage. Blood for blood. It will, it will liberate them. Many people are in captivity because of blood. The blood of bulls and rams and goats and even people. All this bloodshed that is happening in the land. Do you know that a lot of them are, 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 are satanic? They're satanic. Witches are fasting and praying for more blood. They're praying for more accidents. They're praying for more violence. They're praying for more abortions. They're praying. Oh, why? Blood. It's a blood war. We're in the midst of war. I'm telling you. America declared war on terror. It's a blood war. Blood war. I want you to know the man of war himself has come to fight with his own blood. And he is saying, I've shed my blood. Let my people go. I don't care your ancestry. I want you to know that the blood of Jesus went right back. Not even to the time of Adam. To the time before Adam. Where even heaven needed to be cleansed from the rebellion of Lucifer. The blood of Jesus is effective. So the man of war has come into your life. Will you receive him this morning? 
He said, let the man of war manifest in my life. Let the man of war manifest in my home. Let the man of war manifest in my children. Let the man of war manifest in my business. Let the man of war manifest in our nation. Let the man of war manifest in our government. Let the man of war manifest in our streets. Let the man of war manifest in our communities. Let the man of war manifest in our economy. Let the man of war manifest in our media. Let the man of war manifest. Come on, let's stand up on our feet. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.